Ah, welcome. Please, step right this way. How about a little music to set the mood? Welcome to the edge of reality. The realm of the paranormal. The unexplained. The strange. The unusual. Those things that go bump in the night. I am your host, the Southern Spectre. I hope you boys and ghouls are ready for a dead time story. <laughs> Please, pull up a chair, settle in, and cozy up for the Southern Spectre Podcast. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Southern Spectre Podcast. I'm your host Isaiah, and as always, thanks for listening. Well, on today's show, I'll be conducting an interview with Reiki Master and channeling expert and spiritual energy guide, Miss Julie Smolson. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I had a really great conversation with Miss Julie, and we just sat down and we had a great conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Really enjoyed myself with that. Not a whole lot going here. Um, just trying to survive because apparently we are still in this daggum pandemic. You guys do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Take care of each other. Uh, I know there is a lot of families and a lot of you know people who have loved ones who are sick and in the hospital. And it's just not a good time for anybody. So just want to let you guys know that we here at the Southern Spectre will be praying for you guys. We love all you guys, and I really do appreciate the love and support that I have been shown since I started this show. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I've had a really great time doing it. And to all those out there listening, please, please uh, just thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Um, once again, take care. Take care, everybody. It really does. It, it, it's a mess. It is a mess right now. But enough negativity. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready for some Halloween, some fall season, some cold weather. Man, let me tell you, I actually went uh, just the other day and I bought all the ingredients to make my little drink that I like to make during this this the fall season. And what that includes is I get a little pumpkin spice. You know, it is pumpkin spice season, people. I'm sorry. It, it came early this year. What can I What can I tell you? Okay, so you go to Walmart or wherever you shop. Doesn't have to be Walmart. Not promoting them, but get you some spiced chai tea. The you, it's not in the cold section. Just grab it up off the shelf. Grab you some of that. Grab you whatever kind of milk you like to drink. And what you're gonna do? Uh, oh, and don't forget to grab up some pumpkin uh, spice uh, like creamer. 
because that's going to come in handy. And also you're going to need uh, any kind of like pumpkin spice flavoring, uh, just the flavoring. You know, I usually go for the skinny syrup types of flavoring. But what you want to do is you want to get you whatever favorite cup that you like to drink out of and you're going to fill it full of ice. And then you're going to pour about maybe a, maybe a quarter to a half a ways up. Uh, you're going to pour your, your spice, uh, your spice chai tea in the bottom and then you're going to add a little bit of your pumpkin flavoring just the syrup you're going to add just a little bit doesn't have to be much at all then you're going to take your milk you're going to pour over the top of it now you're going to take your pumpkin pie spice creamer and you're going to heat it up for a little bit i found out if you heat it up that actually helps a little bit so if you heat it up uh for maybe 20 30 seconds maybe and then you're going to get you a little bit of can of condensed milk. I know this sounds like a lot of sugar, and it probably is. I know it's not healthy for me, but it is straight up delicious. I'm telling you, it's like something straight out of Harry Potter. I've never been to the wizarding world of Harry Potter, but I can only imagine that this is what something that they would drink there in my head. What you're going to do is you're going to mix your pumpkin spice creamer along with a little bit of condensed milk, because that's going to help thicken it up. Get you a blender or whatever. Get it till it's thick and frothy, almost like whipped cream, like heavy whipping cream, and just blend it till then. And when it's good and thick, dump that on top of your cup that you have with your milk and your tea, and then add a little bit of pumpkin pie spice on top. And I promise you, my wife was very impressed when I made her one tonight. She loved it. And it's a good little wake-up drink. And uh, yeah, it, it's, I mean, I'm telling you, it, it tastes like fall. It's, it's amazing. I love them. But anyway, aside from that, um, now you guys know that I have been, I most recently have started doing shows every other week. Well, part of that is because your boy needed a break. And number two, I've got a little project in the works. I know you guys are so happy to hear that. Another project. Yes, another project. But um. If all goes according to plan, this one will, uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a one run, one run and done series or if it's going to be a continual thing. We'll find that out later on. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, like I said, it's still in the works and I don't want to give away too much because that's how excited I am about this. I don't even want to give you away the, uh, you know, what it's about just yet. Okay, because uh, like I said, uh, from my end, you have to look at it from my end. There are a lot of uncertainties at this point, but I'm trying my best to be able to get this out to you guys for Halloween. Okay, I'm trying my best and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. If it does come out, uh, if not, it'll come out as soon as possible. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Really super stoked. Um, I've never done anything like this before little bit nervous uh, because I'm 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 actually utilizing I don't know if you want to call them skills or or pot, parts of my brain that I didn't know I, I had and so uh, yeah we're we're gonna see how this goes and uh, hopefully it will most definitely work out in the better but I am gonna give you guys a little bit of a a, a sneak peek into some music now nothing set in stone but this could some of this, what you're about to hear, could potentially, potentially be in the theme music for this show. So take a quick listen.
So what did you guys think about that? I love that music. That's really good. And thank you very much to the mastermind who is the one behind that. And I'll give you more information on him. You'll find out more information on him later on. But uh, yes, thank you so much for that. Uh, now, there's some other aspects and elements that go along with that music, but you guys aren't privy to that just yet. But I promise you, I think you'll definitely enjoy it. And uh, yeah, so, but anyway, without any further ado, uh, let's go on to the interview. Here is my interview with Miss Julie Smolson. Enjoy, guys. Welcome, everyone, to the Southern Spectre podcast. Uh, as always, thank you all for listening. Uh, today on the show, I have a very special guest, Julie Smolson. Thank you, Julie, for being here today. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So why don't you dive in to a little bit about what it is that you do and how that came about? Oh, wow. Well, um, what I do, I do a lot. Uh, so let's let's start where this kind of started. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I had a boyfriend, really bad breakup, turned to spiritual healing for um, relief, and I liked it. And then started remembering, oh, I've had all these experiences as a kid and through my life. And I became a spiritual healer, so I went into Reiki. And so I'm a Reiki master teacher. And in doing that, I um, read energy. I go by healer, but I'm not really a healer. I'm an energy reader. So, gotcha. so, um, and I move energy. So when I work with a client, I can pick up different things. For example, this last week I worked with a client and working on their head, I picked up some depression. I picked up, you know, there's something wrong with communication where this person's like blowing up. So they're getting rejected. So, so this issue comes up. And so, you know, it's something they have to address. I can't fix it. I move this energy up and discuss it. And then it's up to them, to, you know, for them to fix. So in the course of you know, becoming a Reiki master, um, part of this is becoming a distance healer. And I never practiced distance healing until last year. And when I did, I um, experienced remote viewing when I was working on a client. I'm like, ooh, I didn't even try to do this. And it just happened. Last This last year has been like incredible. So I, someone approached me to, you know, I usually talk to my own dead people, but I had someone ask me, can, can you like contact my grandfather and, and my, um, my, uh, father-in-law? And I'm like, sure, I'll try it. Sure enough. Boom. Wow. They're like showing me pictures in my head and it was so clear, you know, I'm seeing this. And then she showed me an actual picture. She, she took a picture of it and sent it to me. I'm like, oh, it's not photographic, but it was very close. And then, wow. and then I told her where this other picture was and she, she like sent that to me. I'm like, Ooh, this is close too. And it, you know, having a conversation with her loved ones was, and telling her what they were telling her just like really cool. <laughs> wow. That's pretty awesome. So, um, what else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, let's see here. So like you said, you're a bit, you're, you're a healer, but like when working with a client, you're able to bring up uh, whatever issues that they're dealing with at that time, the things that they may not be aware of, mm-hmm. uh, but it's up to them to be able to fix it. You're just kind of bringing it to light for them. Is that correct? Right. 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 Uh, okay. Understood. So now, like you said, you, you've, uh, have been able to reach out to those, uh, individuals who are missing a lost loved one, so on and so forth. Um, other than like what you just described for us, like with the photographs, is there any like weird, uh, phenomenon that has really stuck out in your head? Like when doing that, when doing that, um, I just get this, I feel feelings. Mm -hmm. And so when I feel feelings, like when I talk to the grandfather of that person, I just felt this unconditional love for her. Mm -hmm. And then the father-in-law was a total different situation. I knew the grandfather had passed over and went over to the light, but the father-in-law stuck. Understood. And so um, I just felt anger and frustration. There was, you know, there was drugs involved in it. Um, He wasn't really angry with, you know, I get a lot of, lot of information from feeling the feelings. Right. I understand. Um, so just based on, you know, uh, emotions, you, you're able to just, you know, kind of dig through all that to, uh, you know, dig up a little bit more truth out of it, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I kind of get the feeling that you want some bump in the night stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's, that's good too. Um, and if you haven't, that that's fine uh, as well. And yeah, you, you would be correct. Um, but I understand that, but that's why I have you here. I need to know what, what it is that you do, despite what my expectations of it are. Okay. Well, I had an experience when I was six mm-hmm. and I, for some reason I was, we were at my grandparents and I was staying upstairs, which is kind of unusual. I was put into my late great grandfather's bedroom and I felt this big whoosh of cold air and I knew, and it just totally freaked me out. And Mm. so that was, you know, my first experience that I can remember. Um, later on, um, actually this is, this is something that just came up. So I play this game on my phone. And it's, it's an alphabet game. You can spell words on it. And so I've been getting messages through my phone. Really? For the last few years. And I, I had to, I'm, I'm like, I have to ask a psychic about this. Is this really going on? Because right. like these words would come up, like it would say bark and then my dog would bark and it, it, it just weird stuff. Right. Wow. And so I've been working on this book about the theory of eight and it has to do something happened when I was eight and I don't remember exactly what it was. What I can remember is I had a toy and it was called Merlin. Merlin. Okay. And this was back in 1978. So you can, you can go like Google Merlin and it's a toy. It looks like a phone. And I was talking to spirits then through my phone. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Oh yeah, I was doing that. So I had this thing with my phone. I was a real estate agent before this. And I went to this house and I was 
really upset. I had just had like a couple Reiki sessions and I'm like angry. So I have to go show another house. And I put, I know where this house is. And I, I put it in my GPS. My GPS acted up. It took me right back around in a circle back to the house I was at. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I've had experiences with spirits messing with like my computers, right? my, my phone. So yeah, <laughs> they're still talking to me. So you want to talk about channeling? <laughs> sure. <laughs> or, I, I do channeling and, um, that's like my favorite thing to do right now. Um, I just love it. Um, I have dead people come in while I'm doing that, but mainly I'm helping the person with, it's kind of like a psychic reading. Um, so what am I, I, I'm still taking classes to do this. So I, 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 um, I decided one of my assignments was to channel somebody. And so I kind of done like, energy work in the past, like channeling, like I've channeled Buddha and felt his energy. I, I mainly worked with energy then, not so much channeling, like speaking and communicating. Um, so I, I decided I'm going to channel John Lennon. John Lennon. Okay. So John Lennon comes in and he's like, and this is like really weird. He's like, I wish I was alive so I could meet you. This is weird. So he's kind of like in my energy after that. I scroll, scroll through my phone. I don't know if it's AI or what, but his stuff's coming up. Then George Harrison's stuff's coming up. And I, <laughs> I kind of hear them like talking in the background. <laughs> it's George, Har it's George Harrison and John Lennon having a conversation in my ear. And they're like, yeah, Paul's going to be next. And then here comes Robin Williams and he pops in. He's like, well, you're going to need a drummer if you want to get the band back together. <laughs> so I got some weird stories. So, let me, let me tell you about some bump in the night stuff. My, okay. I, t I took care of my grandmother and she was very difficult, to say the least. She was like very persistent. And uh, when she passed away, I was sitting on my couch at home with my husband at the time. And we're watching TV. And all of a sudden we hear this boom. And it sounds like, you know, those, those four square balls, those red rubber play, playground balls. It, right. sound, it sounded like someone threw it at our door. Oh, goodness. And so I'm like, oh, I, know, I know no one's out there. I know no one's out there. So my, my ex, he, he doesn't believe in this woo-woo stuff very much. So we go out there and he's looking up and down. Nobody's there. I knew it was my grandmother. So that night, um, she had passed away earlier in the day. And that night, I kept feeling like there's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. The next morning, I get this phone call. She got sent. Her body got sent to the wrong place. <laughs> My word. So then I go out to, to her house, and I'm talking with these uh, caregivers, and they're telling me the story that they keep hearing knocking. Hmm. Yeah. And my grandparents had lived in this house for 40 years. And I'm like, and we're sitting there. And then all of a sudden I hear knocking at the back door. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like, is the washer and dryer on? Cause it's like, this is the back, you know, entry to the, in, the laundry. So I go out there. Nope. No one's out there. Nothing. <laughs> it's her knocking. So there's that. Wow. Um, 
I got, I got another one. I moved up to South Lake Tahoe, and when I moved up there, I'd been talking to my ex-boyfriend, the one I had the breakup with, and every time he called me, and I was like trying to like unpack, and, and things are getting knocked over. I'm like, I don't feel good. I'm tired. I'm going to make sure the stuff is set right so I know it's not going to fall over. So he calls me. And then, boom, something gets knocked over on the floor. I'm like, oh, no, we got we got an issue here. <laughs> and then I started feeling a spirit in my bed with me. Mm -mm. And a spirit was, like, rolling, like, hugging me and rolling me. I'm like, uh-uh, 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 no, uh-uh. I like this, but um, this ain't right. <laughs> this ain't right. And so I, I got my sage out, and I like clean my space and they left but I tapped into the energy of that apartment and I and I felt that there was that spirit but then I was also picking up on like an energy that someone had like committed suicide in this building oh, somewhere whether it was I didn't <laughs> feel it was like directly in my apartment but maybe the apartment above me so I'm like, oh, this is bugging me. I need confirmation. I'm going to go to the apartment comp manager and ask her. She knew I was woo-woo. So I go, you know, did someone die? You know, I go, he was probably in his you know, late 20s, early 30s, really depressed, committed suicide. She's like, oh my God, like seven years ago when the other owners owned this property, they had a computer here and I saw pictures. So she, mm. she, she confirmed that this happened in the apartment above me. My word. Yeah, that was, that was pretty creepy. I imagine so. <laughs> I, I had other things going on in that apartment too. Like, right. um, there was like, I kept getting like this old man coming in my hallway and he was coughing at night and I'm, this is weird. So do you have any more questions? <laughs> sure. Um, so I got, a, I got a, I got a question for you because it's something I've been dealing with myself here recently, but what is your take on electronic voice phenomenon EVPs? Okay. I'm not really a ghost hunter. They usually right. come to me. Right. I, I do believe because of my experiences that they do speak. I understand. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because I was actually a guest on someone else's podcast mm -hmm. um, uh, just a week or so ago. And what ended up happening was just a few days ago, she actually sent me the link to everything. And she actually included a small clip. And in that clip was just like what we're recording here now is, is you can see at the bottom of the screen, mm -hmm. we have two separate tracks the track that i'm re that i was recording on at that time she actually uh picked up a voice here in my closet and it's like somebody was like right here beside me speaking into my microphone and it was the weirdest thing because it wasn't uh because immediately when she said evp possible evp i said no she is probably my cat it's probably because my cat has a little bell around her collar. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's probably the cat. It could have been one of the kids because just right here on the other side of this wall behind me is our kitchen. So we have traffic, you know, going up and down. I said, it's probably something like that. There is no echo 
whatsoever to this voice. It actually happens twice, <clears throat> almost back to back. Uh, it sounds like a very young girl. And the best way I can describe it, it sounds like it's saying, it's haunted. It's haunted. That's exactly the way it sounds. I know it sounds crazy, but that's exactly the way it sounds. It's and uh, it, it it was nuts. I've never caught anything like that whatsoever. And uh, matter of fact, before I, I got on here with you, I was actually working on another show, uh, another episode that I'll um, be airing here soon. And me and between me and my kids, we actually had the opportunity to go to one of our neighbor's homes while, uh, uh, unfortunately, due to an accident, he wasn't there. But my kids were taking care of his animals. And uh, while we were there, you know, they were like, oh, there's all this weird stuff going on. I said, y'all are just messing with me. You know, no, I'm serious. You need to bring in your recorder and you, all this other stuff. I said, OK, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, now, I'm no ghost hunter by any means. I just love talking about it. Mm -hmm. Long story short. At the time, I thought at minimum I had one EVP and what sounded like because um, it was two people in the room and everybody that was there, nobody was wearing bedroom slippers or flip flops <laughs> on this particular night. Now, what ended up happening is me and someone else, another of our party that was in a room, it sounded like bedroom slippers or flip flops running away from the conversation. And I said, nobody was running. Nobody was, Moving you know, wearing like flip flops or anything like that. So it was kind of weird. But earlier today, something told me you need to go back and check out the rest of your audio. Well, once I did that, I caught a whole slew of EVPs. And I said, am I hearing this correctly? Is this all in my head? Am I making this up? Am I wanting to hear something that's not there? But whatever the case is, you know, I kind of broke it down and put it into an episode and kind of told everybody the little backstory behind everything, because I just said, I've never had anything like this. Now, what triggered that was the fact that uh, the ladies podcast podcast that I was just recently on, she reached out to me saying, hey, this is on your end. I was like, oh, what? You know, you need to come back and get your little friend, you know, how do I send him back to you? So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's been very, it's been very weird. And, um, like I said, uh, here recently, uh, some other things that me and the wife have been, uh, witnessing is we have a couple of electronic doorbells and, uh, here more often than not, it seems like, especially our back door, it goes off all the time. And there's nothing there, nothing there whatsoever, there but I can't, I, I can chalk it up to possibility of, uh, you know, a techno technological malfunction, bad Wi-Fi signal, whatever. And then on top of that, the other morning, cause I get up very early to leave for work and we both heard something, uh, very loud in the kitchen or what sounded like the kitchen. It was so loud. It actually woke one of my boys up when he got up, he walked the entire home we could not find anything that had been turned over knocked over whatever and i was like okay what's going on we had no idea and still yet no idea what what it was that actually fell so it's some pretty some pretty interesting things occurring around my home at this time well you're gonna have to send me any evp that you pick up on this thing but what i can tell you is the dead like to be acknowledged 
I, I believe that. Absolutely. And, and because you're doing this show, they're probably, they're, they want to be acknowledged and that's why they're showing up. <laughs> you think so? They want their 15 minutes of fame too, huh? Exactly. I, I, I was, I, I was wishing my friend a happy birthday on Facebook. And then I had another friend who was coincidentally, they, they grew up like a house apart. They had the same birthday. And I, I didn't remember this. And I hear him in my ear. He's like, hey, MFR, it's my birthday too. I'm like, okay, I better check that. And sure enough, he wanted me to wish him a happy birthday on Facebook. What? Yeah. It's, it's crazy, quite, isn't it? It is. I'm just like, I don't know if I like this stuff. Y'all like up in my business. <laughs> <laughs> and see, just like what you said, you know, what you just said rung a big bell in my head because you mentioned the fact that I've started to do this show. I've only been at it about a year now. And what's odd is, you know, I have taken more of an interest in what it is I'm doing and what I'm talking about and doing more research. And it's, it's like, I hate to say it, but it's almost cliche to say that in a way, I guess that's a way of peeling back, peeling back the veil to see mm -hmm. behind that curtain, you know, a little bit deeper. And maybe these are things that I've always, that have always been around. It's just, I'm just now, uh, you know, being able to see them. Right. So, are you seeing things now? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, being more attuned to it. Uh, I luckily I had, well, I take that back because in that, when <laughs> in our little uh, amateur ghost hunt at the, the home, uh, one thing that actually occurred was I could have swore up and down. I saw, uh, because when you're standing at the back door, you can look, you're looking directly into the kitchen and just on the other side of that, you're looking into the living room. So I was actually looking like straight ahead from the back door through the kitchen into the living room. And where the kitchen wall is, is actually on the other side is the living room. Something peeked around the corner and was looking at me all of about two seconds. And it's, it's like, it's funny because as soon as they realize that you see them, they, they dart away. And that's exactly what happened. And I told uh, one of my children's friends that was there with us, I said, oh my God, did you see that? And she said, what, what are you talking about? And I said, there was there was something a shadow someone peeking around that corner just now she said oh my god are you serious i said yep yeah. and it's funny enough right there is where we caught one of our evps it was weird mm -hmm. so but they're talking <laughs> yeah i'll definitely uh yeah if i if i happen to catch anything during this recording i'll send it to you please well i have to tell you a story so i was a sure. real estate agent so one of my first homes that i sold i i'm in there and I'm doing an agent visual ins inspection by myself. And I'm like, oh, my spidey senses are going up. And I'm like, there's three spirits in here. <laughs> and they're, like, they're like on like right here. They're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know? So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go out to the garage and do stuff out there. <laughs> Six months later, I get a phone call from my client that bought this house. He's like, um, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to see if anybody died in this property. And he started telling me stories. Like he was going to uh, renew his license and he had to go take the test. So he had all his paperwork out. It disappeared. 
is gone. He's, what? He's like, we, we looked everywhere. We bought new sofas. We cut the lining out of the sofas to look inside to see if it fell in there somehow. My word. It's gone, right? Then he's telling me, there's three people that live in this house, and they're seeing shadows. They're all seeing shadows. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, you know, I did a little research. I, I called the listing agent because he had other listings in the area. And he right. was, uh, he's like, you know, please ask your owners because they lived there a long time. If anybody died in the property, well, nobody mm -hmm. died in the property um, that we know of. But it's a busy street, and there's a, a hospital across the way. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's very easily that spirit right. are like drawn there. So they can uh, almost attach themselves to somewhere that they may think is familiar. Familiar or um, where they're not going to be disturbed. Right. Okay. I understand that. Or, or, you know, that's such a busy street. There's probably a lot of accidents there. Right. So it's maybe like a refuge. It's like, oh, they don't know they're dead sort of thing. Yeah, I understand. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because years ago I used to work for a, um, I did subcontract work for Bell South back when it was Bell South. And, uh, one of the places I worked at, uh, was up in Boone, North Carolina. And I noticed one day, and here's the thing about this story is that I'm not a hundred percent sure of what I saw and I could very easily chalk it up to something else. Um, I was working over that day and where I was working at, I was working on what is known as the mainframe and I had to install some new wiring in there. And while I was there, I, I'm pretty much sure I was the only one in the building. Um, while I was there, I saw what appeared to be a shadow that was cast out along the wall there and once i realized what it was i said nope it's time for me to go i've had enough for today i put my tools down gathered up what i needed to take with me and i headed on out the door and i pretended i didn't see it <laughs> and i just left so the next day i was sitting there uh i was having a conversation with one of the gentlemen who was a full-time employee there at this building and uh, i told him i said you know has you ever had anybody die here you know uh has anybody ever passed away? And he said, uh, no, not in the building. I said, what does that mean? He said, well, he said, we had a guy, he was on his way home from work one day. He left out, he walked down the stairs and he dropped dead of a heart attack right there. I said, do what? He said, yeah. He said, uh, he said, what you saw now, this is North Carolina and I'm not making fun of him by any, mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination, but he said, how do you have that? Cause this is the first time I ever heard the word. He said, uh, no, he said, uh, yeah, what you saw was a haint. I said, a haint? I said, what's a haint? He said, it's a haunt. I said, what's a haunt? He said, it's a ghost. I said, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll have to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, because I, I, at the time, I had never heard the word. And uh, yeah, he was telling me about that. And I said, okay. He said, yeah. He said, think about it. He said, if this guy dropped dead right here of a heart attack, where do you think his spirit went? He said, do you think you made it home? I said, I, I don't know. And he said, no, he probably took his butt back inside and went back to work. I said, you're probably right. So, <laughs> well, but yeah, I do. I do have to, you know, tell you this. 
and you know, my experience, you know, I've, I've had people, they believe different, but I believe that our, that we reincarnate our consciousness, our personality, some of our knowledge, our traits get carried over. That consciousness goes with us when we die. And, and even when we reincarnate that same consciousness. So, mm -hmm. so you get like as a channeler or a medium, you pick up that personality of that person. I understand the, the characteristics don't change. It just, it goes along with, with the, with the spirit, the soul, however you'd like to define right, it. Right, right, right. Okay. So, and that's, that's a lot of fun. I mean, like my friend, I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I get visions. I I'm with my book right now. I'm mm -hmm. I've gotten visions in the past, and now I'm finding out that those are from past lifetimes. And um, so I'm playing like CSI with my past lives. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever had a spirit or, uh, like you said, you mentioned channeling earlier. Um, mm -hmm. have you ever had a spirit or someone that is not on this plane ever reach out to you and, you know, whether that be for your safety or someone else's, have they ever reached out to you and said, Hey, you need to, uh, or you need to either a be at this this location at a specific time and date or uh or, or be on the lookout for this has anything like that ever occurred not really i i i, I want to say when i lived in my old apartment up in tahoe i mean a lot of stuff happened there so i was was i getting yeah i was getting ready to move so my father-in-law had passed away um like four or five years ago now and, um, you know, when my ex-husband and I were dating, he would, my father-in-law would like pound on the door, just pound on the door. And I'm just like, that's so irritating. So when I was living in Tahoe, of course, he's already passed. Someone knocks on my door like that. And I, mm. and I knew he had been around me because I kind of like communicated with him. So I get this knock on the door. I'm like, mm, I'm not going out there. I'm going to wait because <laughs> I didn't, I don't have any packages coming, I, you, right. know, you know, so I go out there and on the ground, there's this envelope from H and R block and it's for taxes, you know, to get your taxes done and taxes have always been like an issue, <laughs> not with me. So my ex-husband had ever like filed his taxes for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so when we got together, we were going to buy a house and it's like, oh, well, we got to do your 10 years of taxes, you know, and of course he got refunds, you know, and, you know, anyways, we got out of that. And once right. we got out of that, um, my in-laws had, um, they had some issues. Well, they ended up getting money back and it's just kind of funny is that was my father-in-law because I confirmed it with a psychic. I go... Did, yeah. Was that him? <laughs> he made that happen, <laughs> didn't he? He's like telling me to do my taxes. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> so, no, I did ask. I have this other friend, and I don't know why he, outside of the fact that I can communicate with him, mm -hmm. 
I don't, I didn't feel very close to him when he was mm -hmm. alive. I mean, we did right. hang out years ago. And so it was him and my father-in-law and I go, okay, you guys are going to come and help me find an apartment to stay in. You guys are going to, we're going to go to Reno. We're, you guys come on road trip, get in the back seat. <laughs> so they kind of took me around this area and I found a great apartment that they helped me get. Mm -hmm. So they, they kind of, they kind of helped me with that. So, um, and it's, you know, I was having issues up there with dark magic. Oh goodness. Yeah. Someone was using dark magic on me. So explain in your words, what exactly is dark magic? Dark magic is, I would just call it a full on attack on someone. Yeah. Someone like intentionally doing it. Right. And they can use like other people, uh, you know, they can get creative with it to like mm. ca cause some, someone issues. Right. I've heard, I've heard a lot of, it, it's funny because, you know, it, different, I guess it just all goes back to what you believe in, uh, depends on what kind of dark magic is actually being used because, you know, you have voodoo and hoodoo, um, you have a number of things, which you know, from my experience and from my research, a lot of it just stems one way or the other is, is you have a power, you have a knowledge of your power and it's all about which way you decide to use it. What, do, what are you going to use your power for? So just because somebody says voodoo, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that certain individuals have chosen to use it for negative purposes versus positive ones. True. True. <laughs> I, I would never know. And I have never. <laughs> no, I would. No, I would never. I would never mess with anything, uh, especially like that. Um, I don't I don't know anything about it. And I don't. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to put my hand in that pot. No, no, thank you. No, it, it was I, I didn't realize it had been going on for some time. And after I realized that I could remote view and what it was mm -hmm. like. Right. I real and being the empath that I am, I was sensing that people were remote viewing me. Oh goodness. And so I put an alarm on it. What? I put an alarm on this person, whoever's like remote viewing me, let me see them in reverse. Wow. And it and as this person was trying to remote view me, they actually had a, a pencil out and a piece of paper and were, was at their table and they were going to take notes. It was like, wow. and then they realized that I was remote viewing them. Wow. And they got it. That upset. is crazy. Yeah. So it's, wow. sometimes I'm like, did this really happen? <laughs> it was this really going on. <laughs> right. So that is, that is crazy. You know, that's always like, I've always heard, you know, in Christianity, you know, they, they lay hands on you uh, when you're sick or when you're going through something and they pray for you. But, you know, I, I read several years ago now, they said, you know, be careful about who lays hands on you because depending on what they're praying for you for, you know, what they're praying down upon you depends on if you want their hands on you or not. You never know what kind of evil intent someone has out for you. Her, just being an empath, this, this, this kind of goes along with what you're saying is, um, I didn't realize how much of an empath you have to be careful as an empath healer working on someone, mm -hmm. you can pick stuff up because, Oh, I imagine so. 
I had a, well, I still have this friend. <laughs> He's still well and alive. And I went to go take him some essential oils for his backache. I didn't know where his mm -hmm. backache was. Went to go hug him, went home. That was a Friday. By Sunday night, I was in my bed crying. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize how much of an empath I was until then. And I'm like, okay, um, do you, is your backache right here? Are you having these issues in your life? As I go, you need to do some affirmations. And, and as soon as he did that, boom, my backache was gone. It was the what? most, yeah. And then I, I also practiced cranial sacral, which is a massage. And this was with another client and they have respiratory problems. And I kept hearing spirit, it's like, stop, stop, stop. And I didn't stop. I just kept going and doing my thing. Well, for two months, I had this, like, it felt like bubble gum. And I had breathing issues from working mm -hmm. on this person because I took their energy on. Right. I took, because we had similar traumas in our life. Mm -hmm. And I'm an empath, so I, I feel for that person. Right. I took it on. Wow. And so I was sick for like two, I tried every, I'm like, I had to go on Facebook. I'm like, I had to go find an empath group. I'm like, does this happen? And they're like, they explained what it felt like, you know, and everything. I'm like, oh, well, that's what happened. So. so you ended up picking up something. And it's funny because, you know, it's, it's the same thing almost like um, when you, when you work in healthcare, uh, you know, with the clients you work with, you can actually pick something up that way. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. No, um, you got to be careful. <laughs> I agree. I be agree. careful what you play with. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent. Well, Miss uh, Julie, I really do appreciate you coming on the show today. Before, before we end this, would you like to give a plug for your podcast? Sure. I do a podcast every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific live stream on Facebook and YouTube. It's called Spiritual Alchemy Energy with Julie. And um, yeah, come check me out. Subscribe. <laughs> there you go, guys. Be sure to go check out Julie's uh, YouTube page and uh, her Facebook group. And I'll be sure to put links down below uh, in the show notes so you guys can, you know, kind of have a direct link to that. Um, but yeah, Miss Julie, I really do appreciate you coming on the show today. It has been a pleasure. It's been fun and I've enjoyed talking with you. Thank you, Isaiah. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the Southern Spectre Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview that I had with Miss Julie Smolson. It really was a pleasure to be able to sit down and ask her some questions and, and speak with her. We had a really good conversation. And thank you so much, Julie, for coming on the Southern Spectre Podcast. Uh, guys, uh, be sure to be safe out there. Be sure to uh, take care of your brother. You know what I mean? You know, be your brother's keeper. And what I mean by that is look out for each other. 
It's a crazy world and some crazy times we're all going through right now. This COVID just does not seem like it wants to go away. I know that there are several out there who are suffering. I know that, uh, you know, it's in some way, shape, or form, this thing has affected us all. And so uh, I just want to let you guys know that I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. And uh, I just hope that everybody's, you know, able to deal with whatever it is you're dealing with right now. So, but... uh. Yeah, y'all remember, take care, take care of each other.